1: That sounds like a Rihanna song. Happy anniversary to the Bookshop Boyfriends podcast. Thank you so much for 365 days of listening, 365 days of hot guys on covers and all the spicy.
0: And listening family. to us bullshit.
1: And listening to us bullshit. And listening to us in your cars and taking us on walks. I it's feel like. day seven. I feel like if, I feel like if you have listened to us, we're now best friends. I mean, you basically know everything about us. You basically know everything about my life. I mean, honestly. Because I am no filter whatsoever. Um, If
0: you listen to us, reach out to us and tell us because we would love to know. (laughs) I want friends. We would love to know who watches us. I mean listens to us. Oh my God. I'm trying to open this fucking bag of candy and this shit's locked down like Fort Knox. Damn. Um, it is day seven. And we are on our dark romance giveaway. Whoop. Which is like one of
1: my favorites, obviously. Obviously, if you listen.
0: And we're giving away, I can tell you because I have pictures on my phone right now. We are giving away five books. Um, we have Sav Miller. I love her. Uh, she gave us uh, Sweet Sacrifice is one of the books that we're getting from her. Um, there's a book called "Some of These," The Broken Queen by Harper Ray. Uh, Sin by Elena M. Reyes. Cruel, te- Cruel Temptations. It's part of the Cruel Beauty Trilogy by C. Standing. Mm. And then my girl Lilith Roman. I love her. She I something. absolutely fucking love her. Like, I'm obsessed with her. And she she sent us, um, she was so sweet and sent us a book all the way from England or the UK. And it's chilling on my desk over here. It's beautiful. And it's called My Kind of Monster. So if you have not read it, you should. It's um, beautiful. She is one of the sweetest people I've ever gotten the chance to get to know and- she just cracks me up when she sends me voice memos on Instagram now. <laughs> I love. She's just so sweet. Um. So today's guest also writes, she writes mafia, bully romance, I guess more bully romance, right? Is that what that's considered? Yeah, which is my jam. A um, little bit on the darker side, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited that she's here. She is um, the queen of Instagram, in my eyes, because I just absolutely fucking love this girl. Stevie
1: is like, every single day, she is like, have you seen her Instagram story? And I'm like, Stevie, I barely even look at my own fucking Instagram stories.
0: Everybody needs to follow this, this author on Instagram, because her stories are fucking phenomenal. And I plan to bring up the one that she posted today yesterday when she um was doing something hilarious when she's on here but that oh my gosh she's just so fun she is funny
1: so i'm super excited to chat with her um is there anything else that you want to tell people before i read her intro
0: um again you can still watch the indie live panel it's on youtube and if you need the link it's in our instagram bio Really um, we had so much fun with Jen Starling, Willow Winters, and Candy Steiner. MJ learned so much about Candy that she did not know. I know, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> and also, we really talked about the realities of being an author,
1: and some of that is not always pretty, and it's okay to talk about that. And willow shared an incredible story jen shared an incredible story and it was just very down to earth and they were just very honest and open about what it's like to be an indie author and to be an author in general and i think that that is and and being transparent in this community i think is such a big deal because we all go through these emotions of feeling like you know we're on a high and we're making money and then a month later you know it's like oh my god is anybody even reading my books is this even worth it and we really just kind of like dive into those emotions. And I think that that's a lot. And I think that's really good. Even if you don't want to go for like any learning, I feel like going and listening to that will just reinforce that your feelings are valid and that everybody feels this way in this community at some form, in some way or another. And at some point,
0: so yeah, make sure you go check it definitely out. definitely dropped a lot of truth bombs that, and hard truths that maybe author. And this is where I think this happens a lot is that, <laughs> I think a lot of small, like newer authors um, tend to feel like the authors who do Make USA Today best selling or New York Times bestseller, they think that, they're sh- that they have their shit together and it's not true and mm-hmm. they struggle on the daily just like everybody else does. Yeah. Um, they had to bust a lot of ass to get where they are now mm-hmm. and times weren't always happy. I mean, Willow's story that- will make each talk about books that have tanked and
1: they've talked about books that have sold you know great and, nope. and that it's normal and that I just think if anything go to listen to validate your feelings if you're feeling insecure or you're having an imposter syndrome episode it'll just it'll make you feel good about yourself because these are people who are New York Times bestsellers USA Today sellers Amazon bestsellers Wall Street Journal bestsellers like these are the people that we look up to and they're Plus super- they're really fun <laughs> oh yeah
0: and they're funny they're absolutely hysterical. And when you get all three of us, like, all, like, it. so here's the case. We've all, they've all been on the podcast individually. And we created a group chat because we all got along so well when they were on. And then we had this idea and this idea grew. Well, I grew it really quickly. MJ just sits back and enjoys the ride most days.
1: Um, I'm a passenger in this ride of life.
0: <laughs> so it was a lot I of fun. holding the ox cord.
1: I have the cord. I just play the music baby.
0: <laughs> and that's true because we, if you listen to our episodes half time, I make fun of MJ because she's not allowed to book episodes. Anymore. <laughs> listen,
1: it was an accident. It happened a few times. I understand I'm no longer allowed to touch the calendar. I literally just messaged Stevie and I'm like,
0: Hey, I think so. And so would be good on the podcast. If you want to email them. Oh, that's how that, that's how this train runs so if you ever want to be on the podcast you reach out to stevie not mj pretty much
1: if you want to be on the podcast and you want to reach out to me you're more than welcome and i will direct all informational importance to stevie
0: just make a group chat of all with both of us in it. Yeah, exactly. So, or message our Instagram because our Instagram we both have on our phones. So, exactly. so you do that. You just but never know which one of us is going to answer you. Pretty much, we usually sign it like Stevie or MJ. But well, this is how I've noticed this, and I think other authors have noticed this now too. Is that when you text, you type I in see. all caps? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And when I do it, I don't. I'm like, I have it like proper. Also, I just want to say, my hair is long as shit.
1: I was just looking at it in this fucking camera, and I was like, yo, dog, I look like a bitch off the ring.
0: Look, guys, I have not been on live in so long. I no longer have pink hair.
1: Well, she does kind of, but it's also brown.
0: I'm a brunette again.
1: I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. But I'm going to read the intro for the lovely person that we are about to chat with, and uh, then we're going to hop right on over and uh, get to talking. So Charlena Pucci, I'm pretty I hope I spelled that right. Said oh, that right. Yeah. Charlena Pucci is a USA today best-selling author who loves cupcakes and bourbon. When she isn't writing steamy stories, she can be found devouring Netflix and rewatching Hamilton for the millionth time with her husband Anthony and their three kiddos. Pucci's journey in, into writing started impulsively. She wanted to check off a box on her bucket list, but what began as a wish Fulfillment has become incredibly fulfilling. Now, she can't see her life without her characters, her readers, and this community. She currently resides in California, and she refuses to ever leave. Let's go chat with Charlena. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Charlena Pucci, welcome, welcome! Yay, I'm here! Yes, and on our anniversary episode, which we're super thankful for you joining us on um,
2: Happy anniversary,
1: thank you. We were like, we want heavy hitters on this. bitch <laughs> so oh. We were like,
0: let's go get the like best <laughs> offer that can make up and put them on the anniversary for these like, weeks, right? She legit had awesome. no say over who was coming on the anniversary episodes. By the time I told her about it, I had booked all of yeah. them. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to have a part of it,
1: but Stevie's like very organized and I'm really shitty at that. And I was like, she was like, um, uh, she was like, so these anniversary episodes, um you know, we're doing these big authors. And I was like, okay, do you want me to like get some of the authors that I would want? She said, oh, I've already got them. And I was like, all right. And I was like, did you get anybody that I like? She like, yeah, I got JT Geisinger. And I was like, ah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. But yeah, she'd already had like, giveaways
0: planned. She'd had all this shit done before she even told me. I, was like, I, I, got right. four, I got 14 days of giveaways. I have over a hundred books, 77 authors, like
2: i need you to do stuff for me because i can't even i can't remember my dog like it's bad
1: (laughs) like genuinely though she had like told me and like she'd already done it which i mean in retrospect i would have forgotten anyways because i'm very forgetful and she's my pa so it's fine It's (laughs) fine. there you go i just run her life anyway (laughs) right (laughs) we are super excited to chat with you we're gonna jump right into questions about your books and i'm gonna take the hillcrest prep series because let me tell you something everything about this series is just everything that i it's my it's my jam and my jelly okay like i love it okay so this is basically like gossip girl on steroids okay and i know yes. that you get, probably get that analogy like a lot but it literally is oh i God. was like gossip girl who i was like what this has nothing i can't so before we dive into your upcoming release let's talk about like the series before that book one in the series is called filthy little pretties and let me just say these covers these titles chef kisses okay thank so, you um this is an angsty high school drama about three friends and one girl who was back in town ready to just fucking all up all the shit okay so right. what was your inspiration behind this story
2: um okay so this story came over like a couple of years actually so um when i first started thinking about the story like developing it in my head i knew that i wanted to write new adult something new adult because okay. i think i'm perpetually immature so it's like right at my alley <laughs> <laughs> and I had been writing Eventually. like mafia forever, <laughs> like I'll never grow up. And so yeah. I, I had been writing mafia and I didn't dislike mafia. I don't dislike mafia. I love it. But I just wanted to like write something that felt kind of more true to my personality because I mean, I don't know if anyone realizes this, but I've never actually killed anyone and I've never been in the mob. So it's, I mean, it's a hard <laughs> stretch, right? Never um, but no, I have I- been slept. And I am super sarcastic. So those two things are really wrapped up. I would
1: up definitely think that you had murdered at least three people. Like, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like you've been it's not for
2: like- lack of thought of it, right? But I've never carried out the deal. <laughs> so, and for whatever reason, they don't want me in the mob. So, <laughs> but I, I mean, I liked doing it, but I really wanted to write new adults. So I was watching, um, like, I'm obsessed with movies in a big way. They're a big motivator for me, like musings. And so um, I was watching Cruel Intentions because <laughs> who doesn't rewatch that movie? And... <laughs> I kept thinking like, what would happen if Sebastian didn't die? Yeah. Like, where would he go from here? And like, would they stay together? Would she have to leave and come back? Like what would happen? And so I just started thinking about all of those things. And um, and then I sat down and I started writing the beginning of Filthy Little Pretties. It went on hold for another mafia book. And then mm-hmm. I came back to it. And when I came back to it, I just knew because I'm a huge stan, like I'm a huge fan of Gossip Girl. Yeah. And I just knew that I wanted to write a book that was like, had the same kind of like, um, like fun, kitschy feel of Gossip Girl where it was like, you know, over the top, like you're wearing like Dior at lunch, right? Which yeah. is ins- nobody does that in real life. But I wanted to have that feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like Nobody I to wears have
1: that. those fucking headbands, Blair.
2: Nobody. Nobody wears them, Blair. And yet like you believe it, right? You're like, Actually, okay, I'm gonna but buy like one. I'm when gonna buy one. I
1: rolled up to the Upper East Side, in my head, everybody's wearing those fucking headbands. That's right,
2: that's yeah. 100% right. So I wanted to create something that felt like a real world but was still fictionalized and kind of like kitschy enough that you could get away with that kind of like yeah. scandal, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I didn't also want it to be as, um, like I wanted to feel Gossip girly, but I also wanted it to be like just dirtier and, a little bit more sarcastic and edgy and all those kind of things, right? Like gossip girl for grown-ups, right? So I started writing. It was like what we what
1: we readers like us readers would make Gossip Girl if we could. (laughs)
2: Yeah, right. That's what we would do. Right. So I that's how I started writing it. And then it just kind of evolved from there. And then when I finished Filthy, that's when I knew that it was going to become an entire world. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until there's a point there's a beginning of the book. Donovan talks about like the four most important schools on the Upper East Side, right? Yeah. And she lists them out. And it wasn't until I finished the book that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do all four schools. And so that's when I came up with the idea to do all four schools. And I kind of plotted out what schools were going to, and it was fun because none of them are the same. Like each school is a whole different kind of idea and vibe, which is yeah. neat. And yeah. I'm absolutely here for that. One hundred. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> me too
1: like I mean mm-hmm. sign me up for all that and listen I am a sucker like anytime anybody like sends me like recommendations right I'm just I'm just a sucker for like a like bad boys like rich bad boy preppy assholes yeah that like like in real life I'd probably punch them in the throat like we would not go right. long but in my <laughs> fictional head oh they love me like we are right. like, I am in love I love them right
2: so, well, it was really important when I was writing it I didn't want to write about a guy because I think a lot of a lot of books like this in this genre go this way it's like you have the rich entitled arrogant dude he's also like a bully right yeah. and I didn't want that like I didn't want guys that were that fit that stereotype not that that's a bad thing like do you I love reading books like that but I yeah. wanted a guy who felt actually alpha because alphas don't have to tell you that they're alpha they just are right (laughs) so i wanted i wanted gray to just be that guy like he never questions who he is and he never picks on anyone like he's just that guy like he expects others to rise around him to meet his level
1: when i try to explain to people what big dick energy is that's big dick energy (laughs) that's big dick energy right there big dick energy is not him telling you that he could make Mm. you come in 30 seconds big dick energy is him being like you being like oh i bet you could and he's like probably not. Like, but like, you know, like, you know, like, oh shit.
0: I fucked up. Like he's going to kill me. Like, I I love him.
2: He's awesome. I love him. Like, His, my favorite line in that whole entire book, I mean, everybody has lines that they like and they're usually like the, you know, the romantic ones or like the really hot ones. But my favorite line is he's, there's a beginning scene where he's in the office with his um, principal. I know
1: what you're going to
2: say. The principal is looking through stuff and he just looks really disheveled and kind of like stupid and he can't find paperwork and stuff. And he says something like, I can't even, I wrote it and I can't remember the whole line, but he says something like, um, if you're looking for your pride, if if you're looking for your dignity, it's not behind the stage." (laughs) <laughs> right and it's my favorite you're not favorite gonna line. find it
0: there like
2: it's so good because I love he's them. such a dick but like also oh, yeah. it's appropriate like yeah
1: yeah absolutely so did anything really surprise you when you were writing this first book did anything like jump out like that you can think of off the top of your head um
2: Caroline actually um she became my favorite in the first book because um I liked her and I didn't want to whitewash like that's not the right word I didn't want to I can't think of the word. I didn't, I'm, I'm an author and I can't think of words. Didn't, I didn't want to downplay. I didn't down. want to downplay like her bitchiness. Like I didn't want to didn't downplay water that her well. down at all. I didn't water her down at all. And I didn't, Wait. I also didn't want to make excuses for her. Like, yeah. oh, she's so broken. Like she is who she is. And she also is unapologetic about who she is. Oh yeah. And Pepper I loved her. her. She's a shot
1: of straight tequila, bro. And no yes, time, is. no chaser afterwards. No,
2: no. After she burn all the way down your throat into your oh, gut. yeah. She is, and she was, It that was surprised me the most is that she became my favorite. Like I had to actually cut out, I think I cut out like four or five scenes with her in it because I wrote her so strong that she kept taking over. I and like I was that. like, I was like, please get out, bitch. It's not your turn. Yeah, like, like and, you need to wait. And I knew from the minute Caroline that it was but that's like
1: true fashion for her to not be patient like that like I love her
2: yeah she's like I sit down for no one like I love her
1: she's like I'm a queen like please stop so book two is speaking of those two book two in the series is Liam and Caroline and Caroline vicious but broken we love her it's my greatest thing so what is your favorite thing about Caroline's character
2: (sighs) um how funny she is
1: Oh yeah. Like, lo- but like, like, it's like snarky,
2: snarky funny. <laughs> it's like snarky funny, but it's always the best one-liner. Like, and my, yeah. I think my favorite thing about her characters, if you look back, I knew that she was going to, it was going to be a hard, I knew that Vicious Little Snakes was going to be a hard sell to people. And it has been like, as far as getting people to actually read it, a lot of people have gone from um, Filthy Little Pretties to Dirty Little Secrets, but they skip yeah. over Vicious Little Snakes um, because they hate Caroline so much at the end of book one. And I keep saying, "Trust me, she'll be your absolute favorite after you read it, but nobody believes me <laughs> they just think I'm trying to tell.
1: My me personally okay so and this is just coming from this is just my opinion and i think it's because i'm bisexual honestly i so i think there's this stigma right that like we can make these boys as vicious and as dickheaded as possible and literally their excuse for it is like they have a hangnail and readers are like it's okay we love him he had a hangnail he's fine right but then a girl comes along and she's a bitch because she's a bitch like yes she may have had some shitty shit happen to her in the past. Right. But even if that wouldn't have happened, she's still a bad bitch and she's always going to be a bad bitch. And right. I'm like, why do women not be, like, why are you not like, yes, queen? Like, You know why?
2: I have a theory on this actually, and it's going to be controversial. People are going to actually blow you up about this. Actually, women don't like to it. read, Wolver- women don't like to read real women we don't want them to actually be vulnerable. We want them to be strong because when we read real women, it reminds us of ourselves and our own weaknesses, our perceived weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And we don't like to feel like we're second best to somebody or that we can't stand up for ourselves or that even though those are all natural things that everyone in the world does, men and women. Sometimes it's hard to speak your truth. Sometimes it's hard to say to somebody that you love, like don't speak to me like that or that hurt my feelings without feeling like you're being a baby, right? Yeah. All of those things are hard, but we don't want to read them because it reflects back our truths to us. So what we want to read is what we would have done in the moment. We want to read a woman who is like sassy as shit and like always pushes back, even when she's being Mm -hmm. obstinate or too stubborn or cutting her nose off to spite her face. We're like, fuck, yeah. When really in reality, (laughs) if that was our friend doing it, we would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Stop doing that. You're sabotaging yourself. But we're like, hell yes, bitch. Right? Like we get all excited about it. Yeah. But that's, we don't like to read. I mean, if I, when I write characters that are vulnerable or, and when I write them vulnerable, nine times out of 10, I have people go, God, that chapter was really hard to read.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I have- Like
2: that's because it's hard for you to feel that.
1: Yeah. And for me personally, so I have like, I have masculine tendencies. I was raised by a single dad. Right. So I love how
2: self-aware you are, by the way.
1: (laughs) So like I, i listen, it took a long time to get here. Let me tell you something. But um, I have like super masculine tendencies. So I have a tendency to um, like be like over controlling or like dominate a situation because Mm -hmm. I don't like to feel like out of control of the situation. And plus I was raised by an alpha male. Okay. I was raised by that, that motherfucker. Okay. Right. Right. I love characters like Caroline because I, I mean, I'm not like to her level that, le- that she's like <laughs> that bitch. Like now if I was hot, I'd be at that level. Right. But like, you know, right, 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 right. but she, I relate to characters like that who are not afraid to be like, this is how I feel. And if you don't fucking like it, then tough kitty said the kitty, move the fuck right. on, you know?
2: Right. Because I, I mean, relate really, to that. Caroline, the, her, all of the things that happened to her with her mother, um, it makes it, the only thing that it affects her is that she seeks out. Um, kind of position all the time. So she's looking for position because she knows if she gets it, then there's a comfort level in knowing that she belongs in a place. But it doesn't doesn't affect the way that she is with Liam. It never has. She's always been the same from beginning until very end. It doesn't ever affect the way she is with Donovan or how irritated she is with her. Nope. She hates the goddamn feather in her hair. She's always going to hate the fucking bracelets. Like it just is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like it never affects her relationship with Gray. It really, her whole thing is just like, is basically always having to decide about who is more important. Like, and she never puts anybody else in the same level of importance as her because then that it makes her feel too vulnerable because when yeah. she's done that in the past with her family, like they've not been nice. So, yeah, I mean, she's just, I loved her character. I loved writing that I love book it's my favorite. And, it yeah. like
1: and for me it's like the opposite so like for example this is the best example ever i love saffron kent but her heroines are the complete opposite of me and let me tell you something i eat that shit up
2: i eat yeah. that shit up. i mean listen there is nothing wrong with liking all like with liking them to be fierce and sassy there's nothing wrong with like with liking them to be vulnerable or liking them to be bitch like you can I like anything you want to like i, I just, just do The problem understand. is is a lot of times we project like as readers yeah. and you're like oh, I hated her because, of, like, she's hated not a good You, you hate of, her
1: because you internally hate yourself. You know, that's, that's what
2: pre- it is. That's pretty much true, right? <laughs> yeah. like, and so, <laughs> Don't read my book. Take your $3 and go seek out therapy. Goodbye. You're, yeah.
1: you're projecting, but it's fine. So yeah. <laughs> you also released a novel in this series called Dirty Little Secrets, and this yes. introduces new characters as well as catches you up with some of the favorites from the first two books. What mm-hmm. made you want to go back and, you know, introduce these new characters?
2: i mean i'll be totally honest it's not even a fun i it's it's so it's the worst actual reasoning it's because i got invited to do stories in september it was like an anthology and we, <laughs> and we had to do a new story and i wanted to link the story back so people might want to go back and read hillcrest yeah so i came up with an idea for this short story and i was like well the other books aren't very dirty like i think on a spice level they're like maybe three and a half because they're slow burns and mm-hmm. i kept them and they didn't feel like contextually this feels correct you know um, so like I, I wanted it to be something that was like a little dirtier for, just for fun, for shits and giggles. And so, yes. um, I wrote that novella and then, so I could tie it into the other two books. I love it. It's
1: a I'm marketing. marketing
2: genius. Yeah. You put, you
1: put your, you put your little like business cap on. You were like, I
2: mean I, I mean, I wish I could be like, I was so inspired by but I was actually just inspired by making more money. Like that was it. <laughs> but now book. all the other books will get, um, all the other books are going to get a novella now because I did one. And I like, I like things to be samesies.
1: Okay, I'm here for that. I'm here for it. All right, so Stevie's now gonna take questions about just like heaven. So I can stop like running my mouth because I have a tendency to talk way too much. (laughs) She's definitely
0: the more outgoing of the two i
1: try to get you to talk more there have been multiple times where i'm like I, like before we get on this damn podcast i'm like bitch and then i feel like when i get on the podcast people are like oh my god i wish mj would let stevie talk i bet i bet mj <laughs> runs all over stevie and i'm like no bitch before this podcast starts i'm like stevie if you don't fucking start start talking more i'm gonna absolutely kill you these people probably think i'm
0: a bitch
2: <laughs> No. Like, all no.
0: right so, continue sorry <laughs> We're really not professionals.
2: (laughs) So really just speak already. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So just like heaven is releasing September 21st.
2: Yes, it is. Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) I was like
0: like feeling (laughs) looser.
2: No, I got a low battery thing. I might have to plug in my phone and just sit and talk to you. Okay. Okay. You think you're unprofessional. Just wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So just like heaven's releasing September 21st, for the listeners who have not read your books, can you tell them what they can expect from the new book?
2: I can. It's um this is this is actually tried and true. I'm taking you because I'm getting um hi everyone. Let me talk to you about my book. Um I'm plugging you in because now I'm paranoid that it's actually gonna go out. Okay, so um here's how it works. Um, just like heaven is a dark Romeo and Juliet reimagining. Oh. So it's it's my take on Romeo and Juliet. Okay. And it's and it's definitely dark. It's a duet. Um, so that's fun. Um, it's, uh, it's, an alpha hero, like wrong side of the tracks. It's, um, <clears throat> it's possessive. It's like tension, like nobody's business. Can you see me or did I go away?
1: No, you're here. It's just, there's an alarm going off outside of my house. So I'm gonna mute myself while you're talking, oh, about it.
2: Okay. It scared me. I was like, what happened? <laughs> um, it's, uh, so it's like dark Romeo and Juliet, like possessive hero. It's, there's violence all over the place. I love it. Um, It is an innocent heroine. Like she's very fierce. She's super sarcastic and savvy, but she's innocent, if you know what I mean. And uh, it is um, fucking amazing. Like, I mean, it's my favorite book and I've had some pre like pre-reads right now. So I have about six or seven people that have like read it early, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone comes back and is freaking the fuck out. I mean, it is- I'm gonna tell you
1: right now, my so, candle's empty. It's empty. It's like- I it totally like
2: like send it to you tonight. You can read, oh, it, no, ends in a cliff, it, sends, it ends in a cliffhanger, right? It's like duet, right? But I mean, I think we all know, like it's a duet. Obviously there's more, um, Yeah. but it is probably one of my more favorite things I've written because I got to blend both worlds. I got to blend like new adult with all that mafia goodness mm-hmm. that I've come to. Oh, look at that. You can actually see me now. How's it going? Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm in a shadow, what in the world? Just open that curtain, there I am. Um, <laughs> it's It was all the goodness that I love, like all of that like really angsty, like the sexual tension is off the charts. The chemistry is like, it's like soulmate destiny kind of. <gasps> and I, I love mean,
1: the way that you talk about your own books. I love this. Dude,
2: I, listen, I get, I like, I feel like I method right because I get really into it, like when I'm writing, like yeah. I'm all in it and I don't, I really like immerse myself into the world. So I feel it all right. And it was, it's all like fate and destiny. Like I said, it's like dark, it's dark Romeo and Juliet, but it's all like fate and destiny. And like, there are these like really cool elements of like this lady who reads like tarot cards and stuff. Like it's (gasps) It's like, and and it's all, and somebody was like, you know, would you categorize it as instant love? And I was like, it's fucking Romeo and Juliet. So, Oh, I love those, but like, it's not, but it doesn't feel not one person who has read it like fight me. Okay. Whoever's going to read this and be like, it was fight me. It is not, it feels like they feel so faded and destined. I've never written characters with more chemistry in my life.
1: I'm here for it. In my life. And I don't like, know who it was down. we had on this podcast that I was like, first of all, I don't know why we're not best friends because we are the same person. Second of, <laughs> all, second of all, I don't know who it was that was on this podcast that I was telling, because um, we were talking about how like tropes, like every single trope you ever write is probably gonna be like of a version of something else. Yeah. And I was like talking about how I was like, listen, I don't even give a shit. You know how many Romeo and Juliet retellings I've read? I'll eat that shit every single day. I (laughs) love the star-crossed lover shit.
2: The thing is, is like, I want star-crossed lovers, but I wanted to, like, I wanted to write a version that not only was, like, darker, so it was, like, grittier and, like, you know, in the kind of a seedy, like, a seedier world. Like, I like the idea of being from the wrong side of the tracks and, like, being criminal. I love the idea of her being in, like, a bubble and, like, rich. Like, I love that idea. But I also really wanted to write something that felt like it was completely out of their control yeah like that it really honestly like they don't even understand what's happening but like and you as a reader are reading it going god damn like there is not like I wanted it I kept seeing it in my head is like everywhere she walks he just circles around her like he can't help it
1: like the sun and the earth it's just like an orbit
2: kind of yeah and so that's how I like that's how I pictured them. Like when she's walk when she walks into a room, like even if he's walking next to her, like he just surrounds her with every. Like she just he just can't help himself, and I was like, I love. Well, this. my Kindle's naked. Be the same way. Like she doesn't even notice where she's going because she can't stop looking at him. Like they're yeah. just. Oh. And so I went about writing that. I well, love my
1: Kindle's naked. It's naked. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'm t- I'll sit it you tonight. I will. And I'll read it tonight off. too. I'll bet, it.
1: bet I stay up all night read that shit.
2: It's fucking <laughs> good. Listen, <laughs> and I knew that. I'm writing, I mean, obviously, you know, she's an innocent character and I don't, I mean, it. it's in the very beginning of the book. So if I'm giving it away, sorry, everyone. But it's it's literally the first chapter. But Like she's an innocent kind of girl. And I love that about her. And I've never yeah. written a character like that because most of my characters are very sexually free. And also like, yeah. like, like they make no apologies. Like the, my, all of my female characters are, own their own sexuality in a big way.
1: Yeah, and I think my, okay, so this is the thing, and I think that this is a issue that I think a lot of people deal with, right, is not liking, um, like, innocent virgin heroines, right, and it's like, oh, like, you know, it, you we own our sexuality, and it's like, yeah, like, we own our sexuality, but, like, that's the beauty of owning your sexuality, is, like, owning it, you can still be sexually free and be a virgin, you know? You can and
2: absolutely like, you can be sexually free and be a virgin. She's a great example of it, actually. Yeah. Like she is, she is smart and sassy. It's just a lot of times virginity is just a matter of timing. I mean, at yeah. least in my own life, it was. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I actually her story. I'm not even gonna give away, but her story is kind of my story. Oh. So. Um, yeah so um it I mean not in the whole but like in the very beginning like her thought process is kind of my thought process so and I love it like she's very she's a cool chick man she's very dreamy and like I'm here for it and she's her perspective is built around the world that she grew up in yeah but at the same time um she is a sassy funny little sarcastic thing and I like her
0: me I love that too same all right I'm just like sign me up. I'm dying.
2: <laughs> Listen, must, it is so like I. <clears> you <laughs> I had me a, a dark romance. I wanted a story that had like incredible character development for two people. Right. Mm -hmm. I did not want to do that thing where, um, and I don't mind it. Like when I say, I don't want to do something, that's just for me. Like I read all kinds of stuff. Like I'll read, I read some shit sometimes that I'm like, yeah, like I, I'm fucking fine with it. Like whatever floats your boat, man, I don't care. I just don't expect it across the board from everyone. Like this is my stringent box and you have to like, I don't do that. So like, Um, I wanted like a lot of character development. I also wanted a character who also fit that book boyfriend mold though, that we love so much. So I wanted him to be like super nuanced, but then also like fucking kill someone who looks at her. Like absolutely and what like are you talking about? that is the like, book
1: boyfriend that we love what are you talking we about we do
2: love that right like I wanted I all man. those like delicious moments and so I set wow. out doing that in the Romeo and Juliet spectrum so yeah
1: you had, me at, like romance, you had me at dark romance Romeo and Juliet telling like that's what you did
2: so like I can't I mean I could talk about it all day so ask me another question because I think it's so good <laughs> all right every movie. time I see my she says book boyfriend I'm, book. I'm like
0: you come, yeah. right you come to the right you, podcast
2: right? right i'm like so i have a book and like i right
1: recently back. just like i saw i just finished book one in like a dark romance series that i started because mm-hmm. i just cannot stay away from like like men who would like hit, like okay like i saw this thing on tiktok and it was like <laughs> this girl who was talking to her dom and she like it was like screenshots of their text messages. And she like drew a picture of them like killing all of these zombies around this like uh, town or whatever. And he was like, you know, I know this is like a cat bringing you like a dead mouse or a dead bird. And I know that it's showing affection. So I'm not even going to question it. That's the kind of love I want. Like, I don't want flowers and chocolates. Like, I want you to send me the head of the dude who looked That's at me crooked right. in the
2: Walmart, you know? That's right. That's so right. Like, this it's is just, correct
1: and it's like and that's another and yeah it just I have problems I expect
2: for my hero to make every single fucking person bow down for me if I want
1: absolutely and that's That's
2: it she just wants to give me everything I want and you all have to do it too like it's like
1: the (laughs) core of it it. the core (laughs) of it it is the alpha male who allows his female to be above him like that yes that's what we love like I just want
2: to have I want to have that strong hero that never wants like Even in his domination, he expects me to rise to his level. Absolutely. And, or he comes in assuming that he has to rise to mine. Like, (sighs) that's okay too. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I like them, I like them both to be strong. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I just don't think that I could never, I mean, in my real life, I could never love my husband if he couldn't hold his own. Absolutely. I'd have to walk. I'd have to walk because I would run all over him. I have a strong personality. I would run all over him.
1: Girl, same. Girl, same. I just oh. talked about that. Like, old Fletcher puts up with a lot of shit
0: <laughs> from me, but it's okay. All right, Stevie, ask your favorite question of, like, all time in these. Uh, I like to get the shot for <laughs> authors. Um, if you could pick one of your books to become a TV or movie, which one would you choose, and who would you cast as the lead roles? I knew it. <laughs> I knew she wouldn't. She was like, fuck. Oh it's my favorite question i love shocking the authors with this question
2: i would pick okay i would pick just like heaven mm-hmm. and i would pick charlie hunnam Ugh.
1: lord god jesus somebody get me an oxygen an ambulance yeah. that's
2: oh my god. I like pick. a tatted charlie Hunnam. yeah oh yeah he's all tatted up calder's all tatted up so
1: so like yeah. season two of jack's teller with the uh,
2: hot ass and uh, the beard. I, love, the beard, it. I so. love
1: him. I love him. Listen, you know who I, okay. Charlie, okay. Jax Teller and Opie from Sons of Anarchy could take me to Paris. for right. all That's day.
2: right. That's right. <laughs> that is the correct answer, ma'am. That is the I correct answer. I would never
1: leave,
2: ever. No, that's and the so fact hot. that
1: nobody did that in that series is just shocking to me. I know, I what they're
2: thinking. That's a biker series too. Like you could easily get away with that.
1: What are you talking about like and literally like the first episode there's like somebody like there's like two women on like one man like why the yeah. hell did nobody why like
2: get it go to yeah. eiffel
1: tower town with opie do you know and- who
2: else i liked he wasn't he's not like traditionally handsome but i like the irish dude the the guy <gasps> with the, yeah. yeah i
1: liked him i liked him like later on the season and i found yeah. him attractive the more i got to know his character Yes. it's like the type of man that like you would, like you'd see him across a bar and you're like, eh, but like you get to know right. him and you're like, hey. Well, I it's like it. the
2: scars and stuff. I'm always like, I always think that's so hot on a dude. I'm like, where'd you get that scar? I want him to say something cool and not like I fell and hit my face on the coffee table, right? Like that's I want to be knows. like, I, I was fight. in a night fight. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. All right, so who
1: for <laughs> the female? Who for the female?
2: <laughs> Ooh, um, I'm trying to think of every, she's redheaded. So I'm trying to Ooh, think. What about redhead.
1: what about the girl who plays Lydia from uh, Teen Wolf? Oh, uh, what is her name?
2: Maybe you know who I would cast. That girl that plays is on um uh, Riverdale, the redhead on Riverdale.
0: Oh, um Madeline, Madeline Madeline Sheen or how? She no, is she? it's Madeline um Petsch. There we go.
2: Maybe her, but I would want to, actually I want somebody like younger, like a little bit more like innocently, like freckles on the face, kind of.
1: Not me like googling redheaded actresses.
2: <laughs> right? No, do it. Do it. Show me pictures. I am I doing know. it.
1: I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it I'm right like,
2: now. I'll do it too. I'll do it too. Okay.
1: Okay. Oh, right what, about, what about what <laughs> about the uh oh my god, she plays in a movie and I don't know what it is because I'm looking at her face right now and it is not ringing any bells. Oh my god, this is, this is gonna drive me crazy. What is her name? She's in uh Avengers, Karen Gillen. Is that how you say her name? Look her up, she's perfect.
2: <laughs> like she's <laughs> Oh um God. okay let me see i'm like no 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 no
1: her name is karen gillian it's like g-i-l-l-a-n i don't fucking know how to pronounce it. i probably spelled it it's oh kind of her hard. yeah
2: maybe
1: listen all these iconic redheads are older
2: i know it's really hard to find a redhead but I actually, you know who I would love is a younger version of, what's that girl from Mad Men? The redhead from Mad Men. Yeah, like her face, yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm talking
1: about?
2: I wish I had like a younger version of that. So I can't think, I think of like who, or even the girl from True Blood. Remember the redhead from True Blood? No, hold up. I, her. I love True Blood though. I love how we just took a
1: left turn and we're all <laughs> on Google.
2: Yeah, we're just all over here trying yes. to find. I'm Ooh, the
1: yeah,
2: she's pretty. Do you know, you see what I'm talking about? Like yes. just kind of a more not, like I think her, I think her. All like right. The redhead from True Blood. That's what I right. would, that's who I would. Cause she's like pretty in like a, a more like natural or, oh my God. What was I thinking? Um, Sophie Turner.
1: I just, oh, I, was yeah. to, I was like literally about to say that. I was like, oh my God, Sophie Turner would be a good one. Sophie
2: Turner. She's such a Sophie. badass
0: too.
2: Sophie yeah. Turner. That's who I would cast. Sophie Turner, Jackson, or Charlie, Hunnam Jackson, Charlie, Jackson. <laughs> Sophie Turner, Just Like Heaven. That's what I would cast.
1: I love it. All right, so we're going to shift gears and move into writing questions. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, so I'm talking again, <laughs> like I ever stopped. Anyways, um, when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer slash author?
2: <laughs> um, I really should have looked at these questions. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i going to sit down on the floor. Um, I think that I thought, okay, so I used to be a professional dancer. And then I got hurt okay, and I can't dance anymore. Okay. So I got hurt and I can't dance anymore. And then I was trying to figure out, because I was only really qualified to like do pirouettes. So like, what the fuck was I going to do with my life? Oh, and you I was a ballerina. Having... No, I was like, I went on tour with like Janet Jackson and like, Newcastle. like I did I did that, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I know it's wild. Humble so brag. Everybody <laughs> always goes, what? And I'm like- Humble brag. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm just dropping names left and right. Whatever. <laughs> sprinkle them. <up. laughs> So um, I had a really long career actually as a professional dancer. And then I taught for a long time and the whole deal. And then my body just was kind of giving up and because I'm old and it was like, stop, bitch, stop, like enough. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's like irritating with me. And then um, I decided I like was having like a midlife crisis, not actually midlife. I'd like to think that I'm going to live longer, but I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I can't keep teaching. Right. I can't keep doing dance anymore. Like I'm done. So I made a list out. It was like a bucket list of things that I wanted to do. I've done none of them except writing. That's the truth. Like I wanted to learn like three languages. Mm -mm, I'm still just dumb and speak English, that's it. Like, um, I'd like to speak more, I'm trying, but no. And so I made all this whole list out and um, writing was like, I wanted to write a book. I was thinking of like things that like eat, pray, love. Honestly, like I was just like, what's gonna make me feel spiritually like amazing, right? And I was like, I'll write a book. I had nothing to say, (laughs) but I sat and I was reading, I used to write in a journal all the time. Mm-hmm. and so I started this journal entry and it just kind of kept going from there like it just I read it back to myself and I was like this sounds like a fucking romance novel and I was laughing to myself and yeah. then I was like maybe this is my book because I was very self-important at the moment and so then I wrote it the whole thing as a book and somebody had told me everyone like I was at brunch and this bitch that was at brunch with us I hope she sees this and you know who you are um we said <laughs> no seriously I don't like it so we sat at brunch with like 10 of my friends and she said something like she's one of these kind of people she said something like well everyone can start a book but it only only a few can finish it which one are you Tralina and I was I, like I'm the bitch who's gonna hit you in the throat that's who I am like I'm, I'm, I'm the bitch who's gonna finish this shit and then chuck so, it out. so I was just like oh and so I went home and I was like I'm gonna finish this fucking book like so I finished the book and I was then I did nothing with it for two years and then my friend convinced me to like indie published and sent me all this information about indie publishing. Cause I didn't even know. In fact, I didn't even know there was like a whole book landia or like romance landia, or like there was like a whole Facebook dedicated to, but I had no clue. Mm-hmm. So I just published it. And then for whatever reason, I still have not figured out how I did this, but for whatever reason, people, strangers started buying it
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then more strangers bought it. And then more strangers bought it. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. What? And then I had it like re-edited because I hired a I hired an editor that was worth the money that I paid the first time around. Like, I mean, you got to start somewhere. And then I thought of the second book and then it just kind of took off from there. Like a lot more people bought that book. And I was like, am I doing this for a living? And then suddenly now I'm like, I have a deadline. I'm like, I do this for a living. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's literally me. It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing.
1: I literally love like you're one of the only authors that have come on here and you've been like you've been motivated by somebody's negative like voice right because Mm -hmm. everybody else has come on here they always talk about like some like type of positive person who was like oh finish the book (laughs) read the book and they're like oh like I had this amazing English teacher and I'm like bitch I had this fucking English teacher and I hope one day if I ever like you know become like (laughs) epically famous I hope one day she like Here's me talk about her because that, and then I'm gonna tell you right now if I get big enough, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say her fucking name and not even give a shit.
2: Listen, I okay. had a dope English teacher too. I still didn't want to be a writer. Like her name was no. Daphne Grabavoy. Shout out to Daphne Grabavoy, Valley High School. She was no. amazing. I loved her, but I also loved you know the boy that sat in front of me and <laughs> plotting out how to steal all the pencil sharpeners in the school. Like I wasn't paying attention. Like it didn't. Yeah.
1: The only class I ever paid attention to was English and she ruined that shit for me (laughs) my fucking freshman year of high school because she hated me. She did not like me. We did not get along. And I knew that I always wanted to do something in with like books. And my dumbass was like, oh, you're going to be an editor. I'm dyslexic. (laughs) And so it's like, yeah, that made sense. But anywho, I wanted to do something with books and stuff like that. And it was like our first day and I dropped a pencil and I asked the dude in front of me, hey, can you grab my pencil? And she was like, there is no speaking in my class when i am talking and i was like yo bitch i was just trying to pick up my damn pencil so i could write down it down a Jesus,
2: somebody's a little cranky i know and girl.
1: then i we were we had to do like these <laughs> like writing prompts or whatever and we had to like finish this short story that ended on a cliffhanger in the way that we would finish it or whatever and i did it in like a, i did like a spin on it or whatever because she was like oh you have to write it from like the pov of like the princess or the knight and i wrote it from the pov of a tiger <laughs> And uh, she made me read that shit in front of the whole class thinking it was going to bomb, right? She thought I was going to bomb.
0: And I-,
2: she, I You're I, like, no, no like,
1: This is amazing. And <laughs> she was like, moment. The she best. was like, eh. And I was like, that's right, bitch. I was like, you wait one day. One day I'm- a No,
2: I, I did not come into this world like actually motivated by people that were all about- I mean, my friends are super supportive, but I've known the same group of girls since sixth grade. So like okay. my girlfriends are super supportive. They just want whatever I want, they want for me. Mm-hmm. If it's toxic, they still want it for me. If it's bad, <laughs> they don't care. They're like, she My wants friend. it, she gets it. Like, that's how they are for me, right or die, yeah. right? I'm like, I want to date him and possibly get pregnant. They're like, do it. Like they're, yeah. He's got a face they're tattoo terrible.
1: and a criminal yeah. record and I want right. to date
2: They're him. like, I'm like, I'm gonna go do pick it. him up right out of juvie. And they're like, do it, bitch, <laughs> I'll give you a ride. Like, they're always, if yes. I want it, they want it for me. Okay, so we all know we bring out the worst and the best in each other. So they were like, you want to write a book? We'll buy a hundred copies, do it. They, like they were all down that being said that one girl super motivated me and when i came into the book worlds i mean i had a there were people that were nice but i had a lot of like negative like i had a lot of like moments where i was like is this what we do here what the fuck is going on like yeah this world can be tra- like tragically scary Tracious. like Oh yeah. It's, it's, it can and be see, super I mean, ratchet. So the
1: thing is, is I think that every world has that, like you fucking yeah, go for Dungeon sure. and dragon's world. And I'm going to say you get deep enough in there and you're going to find the same shit you find here. But I think yeah. as a whole, the communities are supportive and you find people in the community that are like, you have, to. I mean, you
2: have to kind of search it out a little bit, but like yeah. people should not come in with rose colored glasses on. And they're like, Oh, this is everybody wants I'm to love people. each other. Like everybody <laughs> wants to love you. Sometime.
1: Yeah, when <laughs> I sometimes yeah but sometimes they world. also want to
2: behead you like that's how yeah. that happens
1: when I came into this world like coming from an indie reader and like all I could see was what I perceived on like online from these authors right and then you meet these authors and you talk and you're like damn you're a bitch bro like I don't know I'm not it's kind of crazy
2: because there are not a lot of people that are actually like who what they put online oh yeah so it's, fu- it's funny because, you know, and I think that that's with influencers in general, like what they present, you find what works and then, you know, you keep doing that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if you, part of being online and having a social media presence is influence. Like you're trying to get people to buy your product or buy into you. Yeah. And a lot of being an indie author is people, like you are your brand a little bit, Ad- right? And um, I'm terrible at being my brand because I do things that I shouldn't do. Like I troll people on my ads that make stupid comments. I will quickly come back and be like, your mom, like, I am terrible. Go, if you ever see one of my ads, go look at the comments. You'll see me. Someone will be like, this is against God. And I'm like, your mom's against God. Like, I say the dumbest. You're
0: such a gangster.
2: That's straight up troll him. And I'm like, she's going to one-star me anyway, fuck her. Like, I don't care. So, like, I do terrible stuff. Like, yeah. and they, people say, don't do that, Shalina. Like, be, you know, you have to be PC. And I'm like, I try. But then all of a sudden, something comes out. And I'm like, oh, I said that out loud like I mean, it's, it's
1: hard and I mean it's I feel like us, I feel like as creators or influencers in general you try to be as transparent as po- well I mean I personally try to be as transparent as possible because I just feel like either it's easier to just be yourself than it is like to lie about what it is because I'm gonna say right now this FBI agent will catch you in some shit so fucking quick bro I try yeah. to be as transparent as possible but even people who try to be as authentic as possible like you still pick up the phone and decide when to hit record, right? That's right. That's one hundred
2: percent true. Even yeah. if you're
1: trying to, even like the most authentic, humble people that I know, they still stage certain things. They still only record in certain areas, that's and that's right. okay. Yeah. That's okay. But well, when I try. Like, I
2: tell my daughter all the time, like with social media, you can't like you can't expect people to because if you walk in and you understand that you're going to a show right? Yeah. That this is all a show, right? Because nobody gets on and shows their dirty ass house. And like when they have, zits. all like everybody puts a filter on sometimes or like yeah. everybody does what they have to do, right? If you always treat it like it's a show, whatever message you walk away is an important one. It doesn't matter if the players were real. Yeah. So when you go to a play and you're watching a play and you're like, oh my God, that was an amazing message. It doesn't matter that the person was just pretending to be a tailor. Yeah. You still got the message. Right. Absolutely. So like, don't like, just let, let it go. Take the message for what it is. And you don't need to know if that really happened to them or not, because the message still applies to your life. You okay. know what I mean? Like take what you need from it and, and move on. Like, don't, don't second guess it. And she was like, but she sees like the behind the scenes of me yeah. going, I gotta get my makeup done. Cause I gotta make this TikTok, or I gotta blah, blah, blah. So you see this
1: little area right here? this is the only area I keep cleaning this fucking office. If I spin this thing badly around, y'all would pass out.
2: (laughs) Listen, I tell you though, I'll tell people all the time. If you want my most authentic self, then just watch my stories because that is unedited (laughs) all the time. And I think people see that shit because I'm like, what the fuck, look at me. I'm so, I have a migraine and my hair is like everywhere. Like I'll do it right in the morning. I never think I speak off the cuff on my stories all the time. Like I never plan those things ever. And you can tell when I have to go on and I'm like, you guys, I got a promo, listen up. Like, I just say it because I always speak off the cuff, but like yeah. all the pictures, if you were to look at the picture and then watch my story, you're like, that's not the same bitch. She looks, she looks all kinds of fuggy up there. And down here, her she is so smooth and Like she, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I put yeah. that picture so together for real. Yeah.
1: Everybody has some sort of, you know, like, in, in, like some sort of like staging at some point in the process. For I just sure. think it's like Jenny, genu- I think it's important to just try and go out of your way, like not go out of your way, but just to be as genuine and as authentic as you possibly yeah. can be in the social media world. Like I'm very yeah. transparent about my mental health and I'm very transparent yeah. about that kind of thing, but I'm not going to fucking show you when I'm going through a PTSD episode because I'll tell y'all right now, y'all be scared. Right. Isn't it? Right. Y'all well, I mean, did, and there, who you have to have things that are up?
2: for you. You have to have things that are for you, too. Like, I have to be really yeah. careful with my kids. Sometimes I put them on, sometimes I don't, because I had a girl who was, like, taking all my stories and, like, taking screenshots, and she was, like, posing them as her own on, like, a Facebook page for a while. And so I have to be careful about stuff like that. So and who car are we driving? Just...
1: Do we have her, Addy?
2: Yeah, it was a real weird... Facebook took care of it. They were really good about it. This happened, okay, like, two cool. years ago. So it was all a right. really strange kind of, like... It was a strange reality check that, like... I can't actually tell everybody everything. Like I've had deaths in the family over the last year or like, you know, I can speak about it now, but like our niece had leukemia all through like last year, all through like 2020. Um, And and I never once spoke about it online. Like I just don't invite, like I don't want the questions. And I also don't put that out there because honestly people, I think that a lot of what people like for me is authenticity, which I try to give them, but also they like like that I'm upbeat.
1: Yeah, well, you're like putting out yourself, and like putting out your members of my family is 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 not respecting their privacy. And even if I'm afraid that something's gonna happen, like I'm the one who signed up to have my life out there, not like my brother and my sister and my you know et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, and
2: a lot of times I think to myself like I would love it if I was going through a hard time to have somebody come on and just make a funny joke, like because I love that personally. So I tried to be that for other people when I was going through my roughest time. Do you know what I mean? I love So, it. and it was authentic, but I was still like, you know, earlier in the day, I was crying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: Oh so my God, I love you. I love you I so much. I think next time she you. needs to do the indie live panel with the other three. Absolutely. I love you. <laughs> We're just <laughs> so going to as the fourth person into that mix. <laughs> I know, right? Yay! <laughs> so do you have any interesting
1: writing quirks? Like when you sit down to write, like when it's time to write, like, do you like have to be eating a bag of Twizzlers or like wearing the same hoodie or like put on a pair mm-hmm. of like riding socks.
2: I forget to eat a lot. So my husband feeds me quite a bit. Like, he brings in food for me. Gotta keep me fattened up. He likes them thick. Um and like <laughs> That made me think of that TikTok
1: sound, TikTok sound. And it's like, you can keep the skinny bitches because I like a fat ass and thighs. Like, and I, saw a TikTok <laughs> where I was like, this wife. And she was like, when I'm on a diet and she's like eating celery. And it's like, but my husband comes in with like pizza and he's like yeah. singing those words.
2: Yeah. <laughs> literally. No, like... he likes a big old ass. He's like, don't make that ass So like, I it so I but I forget I get into a lot, I, I wear headphones like noise canceling headphones because I have three loud ass feral children that just like jump off my walls like it's <laughs> fucking parkour shit. in here all day so <laughs> they they're crazy they're like wow parkour. so I have to wear noise and I listen to this I a lot of times I listen to this sounds really when I say this out loud I'm like people are gonna think I'm in touch. Like I listen to the same song over and over and over and over again for like yeah. eight nine 10, 12 hours sometimes mm-hmm.
1: yeah I feel it
2: and it never like I mean I know that it sounds a little wild because you know that would make you feel like that would make most people like what the hell turn that song off but yeah. I listen to it over and over because I associate music with emotion I think it comes from the yeah. dance so I just once I find a song that touches that spot then I want to hear it and sometimes I'll listen to it I mean like when I wrote Depraved I listened to the same song for the whole entire book so See, it was the same song every day for like 10 hours a day
1: <laughs> I literally listened to the hell I
2: still don't know the words too so
1: I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Hellfest it's a scary movie but I literally listened to the playlist of Hellfest over and on repeat over and over again and I have like so if I turn my lights off it gets really dark in here and I have like a uh, uh, my curtains are like blackout curtains I think it's very dark in here and I'll sometimes like my ears will start hurting because I have like the headphones on so I'll take them off and I'll like play it out on my computer and like my husband will walk in and be like what are you killing somebody what are you doing and he's like it sounds like a horror haunted house in here what the fuck are going on and I'm like, I also oh. write
2: in the dark like I make everything yeah, dark yeah
1: I'm like, don't worry about it, pal. But I do say that at the end of every single book, (laughs) at like the Happily Ever After, I listened to Iris by the Go Go Dolls. Every single book I've ever finished, the last song is that song because that song I associate with. It's like the coming together scene. They're in the rain. She's running. Yes. Through. No. I feel out. that. Yes. It's there, and it's like that climatic. Like when it hits that beat, it's like that climatic scene where he says like those words that you like have been waiting yes. to hear for the whole book. Oh God, my heart. I can't. I literally yeah. can't. It's my favorite. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah oh. I listen to the wildest, weirdest things. So yeah, and I, I never make my playlist public. I leave my playlist just mine.
1: Oh like, my God, no, you have to shoot
2: Because it's weird stuff. Like most people wouldn't even, they would be like, what is the song and how does she even, why is she listening to this for this scene? Like that's so strange, but for whatever reason, it's whatever just kind of touches my head.
1: Whatever works. Then, yeah. So, so what is the weirdest thing that you've ever had to Google? before a book? <laughs>
2: um. I don't think that, I honestly, I don't think that there's anything really strange that I've ever had to Google. I I Googled, I actually, that's not a lie. I Googled, um, I Googled what would happen if you inserted a cigar in your vagina.
1: What? Like a lit one or like an unlit one?
2: You were like an unlit, like, like an unlit one. Shit, but like, like, would it flake, like would it flake off or would it, it? Would the moisture actually absorb? Like what would happen on a dry cigar if you put it in somebody's pavet? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find out what
1: happened
2: Yeah, nothing. So I used it. <laughs> I, I also like, googled like like a, like I wanted to know different positions for a 69ing because in my group, like a dumbass, (laughs) I asked everybody what, pick a scene, because I'll give the group a present, pick something like sausage that you want in a book, right, and they were like, and they all chose, I put all kinds of stuff on there, thinking they were going to pick everything else, and they, like, almost unanimous choice chose 69, and I was like, okay, for real, I gotta, like, and I sat there for an hour trying to figure out, like, there is just nothing sexy about your nose by somebody's taint, and I was like, I don't, how do I make this hot god and so then I had to google like different positions for it and I just put up images so I could see them yeah. and um my husband walked in and was like what are we google what are we googling
1: and I was <laughs> what are like we doing?
2: <laughs> 60 yeah
1: <laughs> honestly my husband is like you it at this point because I tell I okay I'm not even. I'm not even ashamed. I don't even give a shit. I tell everybody that I do this. Like when somebody is like, when somebody's like, oh, like how do you write sex scenes? I'm like, well, prior to like starting the book, I'll watch porn and I'll like pull up, <laughs> like I'll I'll half the screen and I'll put like a random porn video on and then I'll put my notes on one side and I'll just like write what I'm what is happening, like just right. to like like so I can work on you know describing like sexual intercourse. Okay. Right. And I tell my friends, are like, oh my god, I can't write this sex scene, and I'm like. If you literally go to Pornhub watch, watch. and type in the position that you are trying to recreate yes. this book, there will be 90,000 videos yes. of two human beings, maybe even more, doing the I, exact thing you so want. So,
2: I can write it, but I can't watch, like, I can't, like, I can't even watch, like, Magic Mike.
1: It honestly doesn't even affect me anymore. It's like, I'm, it's like, like a my,
2: size. my cheeks are already getting red. Like, I can't <laughs> see, like, I can't watch I get so embarrassed that I can't watch it. Like I get so, I can't do it. Like I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me because I write the dirtiest stuff. And yet if it comes on TV, like the Fifty Shades movie, I was like this, I, have to, I was like, I can't, I can't. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like I had such a hard time and I'm such a baby. I can't do, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I, I can't go to, like, I've never been able to like, my friends wanted to take me to that magic mic show in Las Vegas, like the strip club thing. I couldn't go, I couldn't go. I was like, I'll die, I'll shit twice and die. I can't go. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I stole that from like 16 Candles, but like, I, it's like, I couldn't do it. Like I can't bring myself to do it. So I can't ever watch stuff like that. So oh, I have to pull inside. off of, I mean, I pull off of a lot of real experiences. Cause I was kind of hoary, which, you know, works out. I liked it. So, Same. um, so I have a lot of real experience that I pulled off on, but, um, yes. but also like I'll Google like the pictures, but some of those pictures I was like, well, well, the scroll past. I can't, I'm such a baby.
1: Go to Tumblr. There's a shit ton of sexy GIFs on Tumblr.
2: Oh, yeah. People tell me that all the time. I gotta go look at that. Right. I've never
1: It's though. It gets kind of dirty. But I don't even... Hey, I'm, like, desynthesizing this one. I don't even care. Like I don't even care. Like, Dallas will, like... Fletcher will, like, hear some shit. I keep calling... I have, like, 18 boyfriends, apparently, because I call my husband 9,000 things. But <laughs> he'll, like, come into here, and I'll, like... I mean, there'll be, like, heavy moaning on this fucking thing. And everybody knows that, like, iconically like, porn, like, women are extra right. loud or whatever. So, right. like, I have, like, women, like, screaming on my computer, and he's, like, I don't even, you know what? I'm just going to close the door and like exit back out. You're obviously busy. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Do you want to chat? And I'm like eating. I'm like, yeah. Like, what's going on?
2: (laughs) You're like, did you send our taxes in? What's going on? Yeah, like, you know, like,
1: what are you having for, what are we having for dinner? Have you decided? Okay, cool. And like, that's the conversation we have. He's like, my wife has the weirdest job in the whole
0: world, but it's fine. No,
2: Tony, if you were to hear moaning up here, he would like, you would see skid marks. He would run in so fast. (laughs) what's up? What's happening? Like he would be so happy. He would be like, what's going on? kicking his pants down at the same time. What's happening? What's going on? Like he'd be so excited. Pants at
1: his ankles by the time uh-huh. he like hits up here.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: So are you a plotter, a pantser or somewhere in between? And this is my last writing question and Stevie's going to handle some reading questions.
2: But um, I am somewhere in between. So I plot out first, like I do like a rough outline, like a skeleton of kind of where I want to start, where I want to end, the things yes. that I know yes. I want to happen, like big moments. Cause that's how I, I see everything kind of like a movie. Mm -hmm. So, um, I start plotting out first, like, I know that I want, like, for Filthy, I was like, I knew that I wanted that scene on the, on the steps where Grey overhears and is, like, super Mm -hmm. upset. I knew that I wanted the scene with the bracelets where he takes, like, I knew I wanted something like that. And I knew I wanted the scene where Liam kisses her. Like, I knew that those things I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other things came along as I was writing.
1: All right. I did that. So like, I
2: just, I know the beginning and the end and then everything but it usually I plot it out and by I don't know like five or six chapters in it's like taking a hard left and I'm like oh see you later outline okay yeah it literally I do
1: that all the time I tell Stevie all the time I'm like oh I just outlined this whole book and she's like I bet and like I'll get like halfway through the book and I'm like how the fuck did I even think that I could write that in a chapter like I'll read my outline and it'll be like they were in a car and I'm like what the fuck was
2: it's I? like you're trying- in the middle of the ocean
1: what? what am I trying to write here? What is right. this?
0: Stupid. Yeah. I'm so stupid. My but favorite is when like
2: <laughs> I prefer to like, kind of like go by the seat of my pants, you know?
0: Yeah. My so, favorite when she uh she'll be plotting and when it does take a hard left, she'll call me in the middle of the night and be like, uh oh. I did a thing. <laughs> I just did this thing. I killed somebody.
2: Uh, they all <laughs> died yeah Everyone at least is dead. once during at least once during every book i think to myself what would happen i hate you all like i'm so tired of writing this like maybe i'll just kill everybody right now and that'll be like <laughs> the end Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> psych not an hea like <laughs>
0: all right so i'm gonna let stevie take over some reading questions stevie? I, used to, I used to be the blogger half of this podcast yeah so if she's like reader writer it works Okay, so what book has your favorite cover? Now, this could be any of yours or any book that you've dirty
2: read. little secrets.
0: That's hot ass cover. Woo-hoo. Dirty little
2: secrets has that cool cover because it has that um like the Ferris wheel, and I love that Ferris wheel. I I love that it's like you don't you don't like the story's so dirty, and the, the cover doesn't really thing. match. Yeah, like you don't even see it coming. You're like, oh, is this, this is a sweet story about a Ferris wheel. And then you're like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> and I have like read the series, so like when it came out, I was like, did she put this under the wrong series?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know I know I, and like, I love it like I love it so much and everyone was like you have to put a dude on it and I was like I'm just not gonna like I'm just not gonna do it like so but sorry. it's gonna come out in paperback soon and the paperback's just as beautiful so yeah that's oh, I, was that's,
1: about to I ask ask you, you, forgot to ask you um back to your book questions we're just gonna one one pump that real quick pump the brakes um <laughs> are you going to be writing any more in the hillcrest series
2: in the hillcrest series yeah so hillcrest is done like the three books like so that are
1: you going to like the other are you going
2: so the next just like heaven is actually happens at saint simeon it's the next school uh-huh. oh she's like uh, why do i not have this art and and sutton is sutton is somebody who goes in fact she was mentioned at the end of vicious little snakes but it's like in such passing there are actually I, for people that are reading this if you go back to my hillcrest series there are easter eggs everywhere for everything, oh, and <laughs> people don't even get it like i plant stuff everywhere so like there's a character in this book named Hunter that we met briefly in the end of <laughs> Vicious Little Snakes because he hit on Caroline. Like, so like, I have stuff everywhere. So the next, that's the next. The Just Like Heaven and Sending Like Hell that duet is actually Saint Simeon, mm-hmm. and then the the school after that is Red Oak with oh. that guy Paul that was such a dick. Yeah, and um and that's a teacher student, and then um and then the last I, actually that's the last book the one after. The one after this duet is called Pure Malice and that's at Madison Prep in all girls school. And it's Don't a bully fight. like times 10
1: do mm-hmm. not play games with me I will take it's pop a super
2: Adderall. dark bully it's a super dark bully
1: oh so yeah. up. I don't care I don't
2: care I don't care yeah the, and good. I'm really excited oh. about it like he's a psychopath and I love it
1: so. I will pop yeah. an Adderall and go back and read of <laughs> these books and I will find them all don't play games I will
2: <laughs> they are they're Easter eggs everywhere like things that are planted everywhere and nobody like I don't think people realize that they will once the whole series is done they'll start going wait a minute wait a minute like yeah, yeah.
1: But I tell you right now, writing psychopaths are like my favorite thing in the whole world. And I just started it because it's like a four group thing. And like each of them have like a representation. They represent like a certain quality or whatever that is a homicidal triad besides pissing the bed. That's not a part of it. But um, (laughs) they all represent one of those, you know, whatever. And I'm telling you right now, writing psychopaths are the funnest thing I've ever done in my whole life because they don't have, I mean, they have morally, they have like morals, but they're very shady morals. Right. So it's just like I don't have to worry about them home the door for the lady. They'll just like kill somebody that like, you know, picked on her in high school.
2: He's just a true, like, Thomas is just a true sociopath.
1: Oh yeah, literally.
2: And so he's just super unapologetic and he has no social boundaries and he has no like his his ideal is the only ideal. And he's rich and he's scary. And I love him. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: I would like to have that book, please. <laughs> okay. So anyways, all right. Reading questions. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Reading sorry. question. All right, so what attracts you to a book? The cover, the recommendation from others, the blurb, or the title?
2: I mean, pretty much the title and the cover. I don't ever read a blurb, and I never read reviews.
0: You know what?
1: You saying that you never, I'm telling you right now, the amount of people who are like, I don't ever read a blurb, and I just spent 24 hours trying to write a motherfucking blurb. I know. (laughs) I like
2: bleed for them. Are you kidding? I'm like slicing myself open, bleeding on the paper, going, please love this blurb. But the thing is about people that read the blurbs, when you get the group that does you better put a good one out because they will tear it apart if it's That's not right like you have to really set they're a hard sell but i, I think that i out. don't do that like i literally just if i like the cover and i like the genre right if i like the cover and i like the name of the book like it not even that i've read some real dumb shit and loved it like bad mm-hmm. cover bad name and i was like whatever and i just picked it up and it was like recommended by apple you know what i mean and i was like yeah, i'll yeah. do it and then i read it and i was like that was genius. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, love I, mean, honestly, I feel like I'm just the easiest, and I'm the kind of reader who I don't have any triggers. I also like will go down with the ship. If you start a book off and you're like, "Listen, he's a pirate, but he hates parrots, and he also smokes weed, and he likes this girl," I'm like, "Cool, all right, cool, cool, cool. This all feels realistic. I'm in with you." Okay, But yeah, like,
1: like that's literally me. That's yeah. I I like to call myself like a disposal, like a garbage disposal of books, right? Because yeah. I'll take anything, honestly. mine yeah, I, like, 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 I don't read like fluff or like majorly like contemporary like insta anything Mm -hmm. like that like i gotta somebody like i gotta have some dark edgy shit like somebody needs to be cussing somebody out at some point you know
2: see i'll read anything like vampire like i love vampire books i'll read rom coms i read uh dark stuff i leave like fluff contemporary i let you get ready to ask you (laughs)
0: Have you I read, read... like fades
2: to Black all day. I don't mind that either. Like I literally, like oh, no, she I mean. had sex 72 times and she never got pregnant. Cool. I believe it. Like I literally, I'll, I'm down for it all. As long as I'm have into you, the story, I don't care.
1: Have you read The Black Dagger Brotherhood by J.R. Ward?
2: No, that's the only one I haven't read. I know. People always ask me that. Fucking
1: I... shitting me.
2: I, I am so. 10
1: seconds away from buying you the first book and sending it to I'll you. I'll
2: get it tonight. Is I'll make it the thing that I read first. As soon as I, when I this.
1: tell, listen to me. involved okay so listen to me before before i gotta i gotta calm myself before twilight came out right
2: right Bayard
1: ward had released dark lover in like 2005 okay now i was on wattpad at a young age shouldn't have been wattpad is just fan fiction smut okay
2: that's right and
1: then i stumbled across this fan fiction and it was about this black dagger brotherhood and i was like this is about a real book and i was like where the fuck are these characters? I need, like, the book book, you know? Right. And then I fell into the hole, okay? And I read all the ones she had published up to that point, right? right I mean, I devoured them. It's, like, got it. The first one is about this man named Rath, and he's a blind vampire. The women go into heat, and, like, the men, like, flock to them. Oh, my God. <sighs> when I tell you, these books are okay. so phenomenal. Okay, okay. And so I started reading them, and then Twilight came out, and I was like, hell yeah, more vampires. I picked it up, and I was like, these sparkly bitches i was like don't talk to me
2: about how i read all of those damn books like the bibles that they were sitting there as a grown-ass woman like when are these two people gonna fuck and they never did and i was like i'll kill you stephanie like i was so (laughs) mad i was like they walked into the water and did what i don't even get a finger in the ass like what the (laughs) fuck is happening like i know right i was heated heated well, I was like I'll go, never read this shit again and then I was like Edward for life like I can't
1: yeah you know. I go like don't I me wrong it. like I just binge watched the whole movie so it's like I love Twilight but at the same time I came from like reading like I mean they've got like you know like mm-hmm. very large extremities downstairs and they're like right. sucking each other's blood and it's very like I don't know if I have a blood kink but I'm kind of feeling it right now <laughs> But I do today, right? <laughs> and like the women go into such heat, right? Where they're like, it's like a whole forty-eight hours where they're in heat, and the only way that they can like um, not be in pain is if their mate is uh, ejaculating inside of them. That's the only way that like, what? It, yeah, mm, that's
2: the only that's way. That like, I like
1: it. I know it's the only way that it, like cures their heat, like so that they're in pain. And at the time that Beth goes into heat, her and Wrath are not like together to look. <laughs>
2: I think my husband heard you outside the door because I, I just heard him go, yup. <laughs> 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 like,
1: like, yeah,
2: but like Don't at
1: worry. the time that Beth goes in, I'm not, it's not a spoiler because it's not like a huge part of the book, but it is like very saucy. At the part that Beth goes into heat, her and Wrath are not like officially a couple. Like they're not enemies to lovers, but he is grumpy, grumpy, grumpy asshole. And Love she- me like why are you being a dickhead but like at the time that she goes in the heat he's they're not like you know screwing or anything yet and he doesn't want to hurt her so he has to like he chains the door and like she's living in a house with like six other male vampires that don't give a fuck that wrath is her mate they just like want like they have this drive to like uh like satisfy the female like that's I'm the only thing sweating they right
2: now yeah, yeah.
1: they know. have to like chain her door like they have to like lock that bitch in there and i'm like i'm like lock no. me in there what Come inside. What are we talking? No pun intended.
2: I'm all about that. If you don't no, go I'm pick that book up, right I'm not even gonna write. I'm not even gonna write. I'm just gonna get the books to start reading. If it. you don't
1: go pick it up, I'm gonna be pissed. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna
2: go pick it up. My cheeks are already red. Look at that. I'm blessing so hard. You start. My heart's like pumping. Like, oh, Thinking oh. about him.
1: I love him. And he's my favorite. All right. So moving forward. Oh my god. And then white Teammate Zed. Zeta, Zedus. Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: Go. No. Sorry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so who are your favorite authors to read? And this is your chance to pimp your friends. okay
2: okay fuck oh i should have made a list of the ones that i really want to promote me for this book. no i'm just kidding um i (laughs) am totally just kidding that's what she didn't say um okay so i do the one of my very best author friends i actually want to pimp i read every one of her books but i also want to pimp her because she's so underrated and most people don't know her her name is alexandra silva and people don't know her and they should because she's a really good fucking writer and she writes really good romances and they're super steamy and very dark and like complicated and delicious and if i got one thing out of this i would want everyone to go read her because she's way worth your while like way how do you spell her last name it's s-i-l-v-a she wrote this whole series it was like burn smoke flame blah blah blah. like yes the virtues and lies series Dude, and she has this hero at the end of the, the smoke is one of my most favorite, like that, that book's like, oh, that book's fucking, oh my God, like, I just, like, I, she's worth your while, like for real. She's such a beautiful writer and it's hard when you're indie, like you have to have, you know. Yeah. So many connections and so like, it's hard, it's so hard, but I will pimp her every day of the week. And then when I'm not pimping her though, if I'm just (laughs) reading on my own, um This is a terrible thing, but half the books that I read, I don't even know who the authors are. I don't even pay attention. <laughs> that's the truth. I don't even. I don't even look. I'm just like, oh, I like that book. Sweet. And then I just move on, and I don't even know until I go back and go, I want to read that book, like that one about the vampire. And then I have to go and scroll through and go, oh, was that one? Oh, that's who wrote it. Oh shit, she's nice. Like, and then I realize I know her. Not a clue. Like, I don't even look at the author. But I really do like Pen Douglas's books. Um, oh my god. Because I really, really love Damon like I move just your want head. to move your head just I just
1: <laughs> I'm having a panic attack I'm having a panic
2: attack I I love Damon so much like I just want him to um marry me and like uh, like like emotionally abuse me and um fuck me every day like <sighs> Damon I just love him serious. I love him a lot a lot when, and for me like I could I would have almost skimmed every book just like to get to the scene he was in
1: the greatest character redemption arc in the history of dark romance series is because when i started writing and i was buddy it wasn't really a buddy read i was in this group with like these four other girls who are like two like four of my best friends and they were like alex if you oh god i just said my real name <laughs> it's fine they're like mj if you don't read, <laughs> that's this, a lie she was
2: just saying it because of that <laughs> other girl <It's> fine.
1: <laughs> they're like mj if you do not fucking read this series i will we will like murder you and i was like fine so I picked it up. It was my first Penelope Douglas, like book series or whatever. Right. And I read Corrupt and I read Hideaway. And I was like, I'm not fucking reading Damon's book. Fuck him. I don't like him. I hate him. I don't want right. to read it. There's no way he's redeeming in my book. Bu- no way. And then they were he like, redeemed. you, you got to read it. Mm-hmm. You have to.
2: So no, I started reading
1: to. it. I like, I'm like chapter one, two. I'm like, I fucking hate him. I fucking hate him. And then I went silent for a little while. And they're like, how you doing over there? And I was like, like, I'm in love. Right i was like I oh my god sister. i want to
2: have his yeah. babies dude for real yes. he's everything i loved him in every one of the books i love the bastard that he was i was like kill everybody do it i love you I'll stand by. and the thing is, is like, um, throughout
1: the whole book he stayed so consistent like damon never yeah. changed no matter like yeah. it was the same damon at the end and the beginning
2: yeah and then i liked the book like my other favorite book by her is credence oh
1: god
2: and honestly it's just that scene it's that scene when he walks in with a fucking like dead deer on him and then he smells that girl like an
1: shit, oh, I'm telling you right now, the How best is- thing, like, when he smells
2: her like an animal, like up against the car, I was like, I literally looked at my husband and I was like, you've never smelled me like an animal. And he was like, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Like, I don't know. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, you never smelled me like an animal. Yeah. Was, like, the smell up my fucking body. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> I was dead. That's like, so that is funny. such, like, I was dead. So those are kind of like, I like that, you know, and I really like, um, I very much enjoyed Megan Brandy's Boys of Brayshaw same um I was like cabin 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 turn off the lights I'm scared too I'm scared too like I would give
1: you like hella recommendations but I'm not giving you any more than the dark lover if you like because I don't want you to read anything else
2: (laughs) well and I just started like I just started and I had to stop reading it because I had to write but I started um uh the that whole series but I'm really bad with titles so I don't need to be rude but like Amo Jones's books like the (gasps) the elite what? king series elite like, king? Mm-hmm. Oh, so i just geez. read the first one because i had to stop because i had to yeah. write but like i was like the whole time i was like wait a minute what hold hold on a minute what's happened what are hap- we sure what we know what direction
1: I-? we're going and i was like
2: madison what are you doing like how yeah. you should run i feel like you should run but you're no you're gonna go right back in the car okay all right what Sorry. is ha- what's happening and i was tripping and then she was putting out spoilers or like things for the next like mad ship, I guess everybody calls them. And she was putting stuff online about it, like on her stories. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I don't like the direction this is heading. No, no. That, like, are I, we, it's that TikTok sound where it's like, are we absolutely sure we know what direction we're going? Right. I was like, what's happening? And then when I got to the end, I was like, oh, of course she's a silver. Spot. Like, I was ripping. So I was, I loved that actually. So, and I've never read her book. So I thought that was kind of fun. But yeah, those are kind of like where I lean towards. And then I read um, Black Sunshine. I haven't read that. That's I think that's the name of it. It's a vampire book. And I can't remember who it's by now. I want to say it starts with Shay, but I'm probably wrong about that.
1: Uh, Karen Hill.
2: No, it's like a black and red cover.
1: Yeah. Karina Hill. Howie. Howie Rousserless. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right.
2: You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I read that I love one. That cover. I read that. Yeah. I read that it's one. On I, think that just I the cover. The cover was so pretty. And I was like, oh, I'll read that. I heard it was about vampires. I and haven't then read it yet. I can't, I can't think of like what else. Other than that, I have no idea. I did, I will say though, this is totally off topic, but I just thought about this, so I'm gonna share it. I was on TikTok the other day and I was looking through and people are like, you know, they do these TikToks that are like books that, that I never see anybody talk about, right? Yeah. And I thought half of the books that I read actually, cause I can't even remember the titles, but half of them are books that no one's ever heard of, right? Cause yeah. I pick like random stuff that has like one star and like nobody's ever heard of this person cause I would rather do that. And so I pick books like that way off the grid but all the books on there are like books that everybody has read. It's like... No, it was like Punk 57. And I was like, what rock do you live under? What are you talking about? (laughs) You you don't think nobody read that? I was like, you might as well just be like the Bible. Yeah, Nobody's (laughs) ever talked about the Bible. Speaking of Punk 57, you know like... Shades of Grey. Has anyone read this one? Like what are you talking about?
1: (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of Punk 57, you know, like the muse for Misha, that's like everywhere. Like yeah. it's, it's Penelope Douglas's muse. He's on TikTok and talks like hit him so hard.
2: Oh, like, they did. Comments. I saw that. Yeah, he yeah, He
1: yeah. it. And then yeah. one girl snitched on us and was like, go read chapter 13. And he posted a TikTok of him like opening the book. And he's like, what did y'all just make me read? And like closes it. And I was like, you dumb motherfuckers. You dumb <laughs> Dude, we're busted now we're busted, we're
2: busted now. nobody
1: better tell them about chapter 11 don't
2: ruin no, that i point. love it no i love like book talk has become one of my favorite places to go to
1: yeah so so good all right moving no,
2: forward sorry. yep you've asked me a reading question for you
0: <laughs> so what was your last five star read
2: shit um here
1: I am talking about vampires ejaculating into women and okay. like the Bible.
2: <laughs> I love Christ um oh um oh I can't think of when the last time I read anything I mean it's been a long time because I've been writing for I can't read while I write I have to just kind of stay in what I'm doing it'll be so.
1: lover by J.R. Ward give it till she
2: finishes it I know i can't think of the last thing that i read to be honest with you like oh no i know i know actually i do know um it was a book by Fiona cole it was called um oh my god it was okay i don't remember the name what did i tell you i'm bad with this stuff i really don't pay attention to this stuff this is terrible i have no idea how many people i've read it's the one where no it's i read that a long time ago and i like that book but i it was the one where she is um it was a quicker read because i don't have a lot of time to invest in like a big book okay but it was um she was a student and he was a professor and she went to go stay with him because he was kind of like uh re- kind of related to her he's like step siblings um, with her dad talking about
0: teacher right are you talking about just, teacher?
2: just no just a just a little bit just a just for a just for a while just for a little while just for a little while, a little while right they, yeah, hugged, yeah. they were hugging it was like just for a little while. yeah i read that one i like that one all right cool so
1: fun. we are now going to move to the last portion of our podcast which is trope questions this is our favorite portion but Sad not it. because we're leaving <laughs> not because okay. we're leaving because it's our favorite section of questions um, <laughs> i like you're done but, with me fine head head
2: with
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> you're is your favorite trope to bleh, 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 bleh. i just about stuttered and was like white what is your favorite trope to write and why
2: oh to write i don't write tropes so i mean you read hillcrest it's like a it's like everything in the kitchen sink like i just write whatever you can't, the you can't story nail that comes. thing that you just have you love it so if I, but if I had to write one, right, um, probably non-con. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, I'm here for it. It's fine.
2: Yeah, I like, I mean, I like reading it. So like, I don't mind, Um, or like any kind of like poly or like menage. Like I like writing, I liked writing that. And I like, I like reading that.
1: So hot.
2: But true. I don't like, but as far as tropes go, like, you know, I don't, really i i don't think that i actually any of my books actually fit a constant because the trope has to from beginning to end has to fall into all the slats right yeah. like you have to kind of write it with the same arc and the, the things that are supposed to happen well have shit to happen. mine
1: don't i <laughs> and like,
2: mine like mine don't follow that like it's yeah so yeah there i like, like finish it
1: there. i finish it and my pr company is always like okay so what trope are we advertising and i'm like um well i mean i don't know I'm not mm-hmm. sure what yeah. exactly, because it's like a little bit of a second chance, but it's also like dark romance, but it's also like suspense. And it's kind of like enemies to lovers, but not really like enemies to lovers. And so right. like that's Correct. literally me the whole time. No,
2: oh. that's, I feel that. Like when I wrote Filthy, they were like, what trope is it? And I was like, well, he's a bully for like one part, but then it, it's enemies to lovers in another part. And then it's second chance. they like friends to lovers. And then yeah. it's not really a triangle, but like it's a competition. And it's like, and I was like, and they were like, what? And I was like, and I got a lot of heat from this because people were like, it's a triangle. And I was like, it's a competition. And they told square. me that. Like, like when I was with like people that represent me, we're like, you have to stop saying that because bloggers are telling you that it's a triangle. And I was like, it's a competition. It's written dual point of view. It can't be a triangle if it's like, I give it away. It's a square. <laughs> it's just like, it was a competition. Like it was like, you know, they were competing for yeah, a girl but you knew who was going to win. That's not a Absolutely, fun triangle. The whole time." Yeah, is the whole point. So like I was like, whatever. But it, I mean, so it's a little bit of everything. So, but I like I like writing non-con and I like writing uh Minaj. And I also like writing like an anti-hero. If that's a trope, I do like writing that kind Oh my god,
0: I love an anti-hero. <laughs> All right, yeah. see, you take the next question. What is one trope you would eventually like to write and why?
2: I mean, maybe something called Ice Planet Barbarians, because it seems to do really well. Um, blue <laughs> Like I'd like to, I would like that blue alien money. Um, I don't. <laughs> just kidding. I haven't read it, but honestly, like people stand for it, and I'm here for it. Like I'll, I'm down it. to read that. I'm totally down to read that. Are you kidding? Like you have ten where Okay. Go read. Um,
1: it. I mean, honestly, like you can't explain that book. Like I, people are like, well, what's it about? It's like just you have, you just you have to, you just gotta read it. You know? Because like whatever like, I I'm am in, in you, for, I'm gonna... in for the
2: success of it. i think that it's neat and it's cool and it's not the same shit every day like i love it i'm all here for it um i would probably eventually like to write a rom-com all right it's not really a trope but you know i'd like to write a i would like to write like a like a small not a small town i could never write i don't think i would be i don't think i would sound authentic enough like i come Mm -hmm. from too big of a city um but i think i would like to write like maybe a second chance or like an enemies to lovers rom-com I'm here for
1: that. I think you could do it. You're funny as fuck. You could definitely do it. <laughs> All right. So what is one trope you'll never write and why? Small town.
2: <laughs> small town, maybe. Yeah. No, okay, I okay. Could, I think I could write. I could do like a Yellowstone-y kind of small town. Do that. You watch, I watch, watch. Yellowstone. Okay. I would do that. I watch Yellowstone. Hell yeah, I do. Oh my kidding?
1: God. We. Why oh, are we not God. friends?
2: Rip, 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 rip me up. Oh rip me up. Oh, I love him so much. You know, I met him at a nightclub once. I hate you man is hot, man is short, but he's also hot. Short for me, but not for everybody. Him. I'm very tall though. But he was, I wanted him to look at me so bad. I was literally like almost licking my glass. I was like, let me take a drink of this. Like I was a hundred percent like pay attention. And he was like, no, like, he was with Matthew McConaughey. He was with Matthew? Who did pay attention to my friend. Mm-hmm. I and I was like, hate Over here. You. Because I, I had a crush on him since like dazed and confused. Okay. So I was like, I'm about to I
1: literally you. hate you. Did your girl did your girl get hooked up with Mandy
2: McConaughey? I hate you. She did not. And I won't even tell it if she did, because yeah. she would hate me. But um I, I also him. oh, you wanna really hate me? Hold on a minute. I also got to meet Paul Walker in a towel at his door in a hotel.
1: I literally hate you. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was I'm super so hot. Really Rest hot. in peace to the finest man online. yeah.
1: Oh my God, I would cry. I would literally probably die. I would,
2: I would die, yeah. super definitely. nice and he invited us out to a boxing match and we all went later with him and his friends. It was fun. I hate,
1: I mean, why is my life so boring? I don't
2: <laughs> like, I have so many stories like that, but I actually, now that I think about it, I should shut up because I did sign a non-disclosure at my old job and I cannot, it was the only real job I ever had in my life between writing and <laughs> dancing. I signed in the NDA. <laughs> I did, I did, I did uh, I worked for VIP services for like high rollers in the casino for the Bellagio Hotel.
1: I don't even want to know. I don't so, like, know. Like the
2: so I one day we will get on the phone and I will tell you stories and you'll be like, stop it. But I can't say I'm on, I can't have a recording. But I can't
1: legally from- <laughs> legal- for legal alley. We- <laughs> all right we so, we well listen i'm gonna have to get i'm gonna like get your phone number off of like yellow page and be like no, no. i'll
2: give it to you yeah
1: <laughs> okay so if you were in a book what trope would you want for your story oh,
2: surprise baby
1: are you fucking serious <laughs> <laughs> I, the way you said that that threw me off so hard i was like <laughs> you're fucking joking What?
2: Um, I would want it to be like, um, you know what? I, I don't think this is even a trope. I would want to be a player. Like I would want to be the guy character. Like I would want to be a player and I would want him to be the person that's jocking me and I'm always like, no, fuck you, until he wins me over.
1: Okay, cool. She's like billionaire.
0: Hers is billionaire.
2: Oh I shit. Billionaire. Why didn't I think of that? I that's because think that. I want this to be is my this
0: is my theory on this. Money, they say money can't buy happiness, but sure as fuck can help and can buy me I a don't lot know of books.
2: Who says that because that's a fucking lie.
0: I tell <laughs> you, I'm telling. I I will live and die on
1: this fucking hill. I will live and die on the hill of reverse harem. I'll live and die on that bitch. Oh, and-
2: reverse harem. You guys thought it. you thought this out. See, I should have looked at these questions cuz those are two superb answers, like the shit of legends right there.
1: You have no idea well how well I thought this out. Like I know who's in my harem. About 5 guys and I know every, I know who's I know who's in there. Like, who's in it? I'm assuming that, like, because I get to select my trope, I should be able to select the book boyfriends that... Yes, as my so
2: celebrity, has, right? who is it? Name oh, your... Who's not
1: celebrities? These are fucking book boyfriends that I have Oh, no, selected. forget the book
2: boyfriends. I want the celebrity harem. All right, okay. Who's your celebrity I, harem? I
1: got it. <laughs> the fact that yes. I know this so quickly is just... Like... <laughs>
2: celebrity harem, give it to me now.
1: Okay, so Charlie Hun is definitely, like, he's there. Hell he's yes.
2: There. Hells are the yes. yes.
1: Okay, and then... Oh, God. Everybody's going to judge me for this, but I don't even give a shit. The guy you from know? Friday Night Lights? 80s Johnny Depp. Like, the 80s, like, 90s era.
2: Chef's of- Kiss, yeah. 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp.
1: Oh, yes. God. Oh, yes. my God. That scene, yes. that scene in the office. I'm always like, I would have your babies.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Him, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God. I would lick the floor he walked on.
2: <laughs> Look at um, He's so beautiful. I can't even take it. Like I don't oh even think I, I would just be like constantly convulsing around him all the time. Like he's so beautiful.
1: Are oh, my other two? Oh, Tim Riggins
0: from Friday Night Lights. Yes, he is. Okay,
2: he is Taylor broken Fish. and he needs help and he's oh. just a little bit messy and I love him. Let me fix you, baby. Let me and fix then, you.
1: My last and final one and I'm gonna leave it for the best and it's kind of, I don't even give a shit. Sebastian Stan i
2: yes this him. is a
1: superb
2: <laughs> reference
1: so that's it i got it that's it michael b jordan johnny Hannon, uh, like 80s 90s johnny depp like winona ryder johnny depp
2: oh that's right and that's then
1: right. yeah and then sebastian sand and um i just forgot the other one i fucking said i don't remember it whatever the other fifth one i said that was it but no tim, I, riggins.
2: I, tim riggins tim riggins
1: tim riggins, Taylor riggins woo-hoo. But it has to be like Tim Riggins. It can't. It That's has to right. Be,
2: no, it has to be the broken, beautiful Let Tim me, Riggins. let me yes.
1: you, because let me tell you something. I, I will, I will be your, like I will be your Lila Garrity.
2: I will. Look at, I will, I will move next door with my single child and, and <laughs> let you, that you hit watch that. This tape you. Me, we have to end this. No, the you can come that over every night. The you have
1: watched these television series, you're the only person who's been on this podcast who's watched it.
2: I watch more TV than most people, I think. I'm obsessed Thanks. with TV.
1: Mm-hmm. all right so now that i've had like a slight forget wait hold up i gotta tell you who my book boyfriend reverse harem is
2: okay yes tell me okay
1: so it's wrath from dark lover because okay. iconic i love him um damon from uh right. his right. devil's night
2: uh-huh
1: rowan whitethorn from uh sarah j mass's Throne of glass series i would I not read that, that series six seven man like a motherfucking tree and he's got <laughs> he's wings um and then uh aaron warren from shatter me it's a dystopian type novel and then oh fuck i forgot my oh daddy zeus from gianna darlings welcome to the dark
2: Dark. watch out i know they're gonna ravish me that's a good come
1: together in great ways even though i think Mm -hmm. they might hate each other but it's fine anyway that is the last question that we have for you on this podcast this has been phenomenal you have been hilarious you have been great (laughs)
2: Absolutely. I feel like I've offended, like, everybody in the world. So. Absolutely not. Sorry, everyone. E-
1: behavior over here. You've been
2: great.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to let CD announce who our next episode is, and then we're going to tell her goodbye and
0: wrap this up.
2: I'm super we're excited. Bringing,
0: we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. She's, they've been here before, and it's pipe of rain. We're super excited. This. Can't wait.
1: Can't wait. I love Can't this. Wait. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us. You've been great. Thank you and for I,
2: having me. I hope to like
1: read stories and chat with you soon. And I swear to God, if I don't get that fucking, if I don't get an arc on my Kindle. Dude,
2: I, just, I, just I, listen, just DM me and send me your Kindle and I'll send it right now, for real.
1: I do it, bro. don't play games with me. All right, I hope
2: you have a good night. <laughs> good night, goodbye.